Whoa. See? But as long as it could be heard. You sound like a good bitch. That was supposed to be quieter, Gabe. <laughs> what well, was supposed to be quieter? The fucking dishwasher, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, so much for that. Uh, it's kind of comforting, the sound of dishes being washed. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hopefully, this sounds good. We'll find out. I swear to God, I canceled that. <laughs> <laughs> What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Second City Kids Podcast. I'm apologizing ahead of time. If you can hear my dishwasher going on in the background. But it is episode 59, and I am your host, Jacob. And with me today, I have Gabe. Ahoy, laddies. It's the uh, only podcast where two bassists frequently contribute. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Uh, it is a violently annoying, snowy day on the south side of Chicago, Today's Illinois. not too bad because it's not windy. Yeah, but I'm saying it violent because I had the snow. I had to shovel the snow today. Oh, man. So glad I have an auger. Yeah, because <laughs> I've been uh, putting that off for the last couple of days. Because, oh, hey, no. Yeah, I've been uh, at work, so I didn't really have the time to get that done. But, alas, my responsibilities have caught up with have you. have met me on the other side, bastards. God <laughs> damn it. Yeah, so um, got that done today. It sucked. I think I had, like, at least three strokes, <laughs> but I'm not quite sure. All I know is that it wasn't fun. Copy that. How about you, Gabe? You, you, uh, you put in the group chat how you officially hate the snow. Just uh, now. So I think it was always implied that I hate the snow, but I I was – yesterday really kind of set me off. I <laughs> I had a pretty rough time driving around. Well, yeah, I figured. Okay. And then and then here's here's what what's up. I was leaving work, and uh, I, I couldn't fucking pull up. I could not pull out of my spot. So, you know, I'm going around asking people if they have shovels, if this and that. And, you know, I, I got a couple of yeses, and then one of the guys was like, hey, I got two shovels. And I was like, oh, sweet. You know, just let me borrow one. I'll give it back to you. And he was like, don't you worry. You're not going to shovel alone. So we were out there. We, you know, undug my car. That was nice of him. And it wouldn't move still. So he pushed it. And I don't mean like tapped it. I mean like this man full on 110% strength. Nice. For six or seven solid minutes till I got out. Very so cool. So I'm going to bake that man some apple pie. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. a good call. Good I, copy uh, on that. Re- re- really appreciate you, Vaughn, if you ever get around to listening to this. <laughs> it's good shit. So, yeah, man. So, that's that's your life of the snow. Yeah, I figured. Uh, it's just, it just sucks. And we were like, last episode, we were talking about, like, well, hey, you know, if either the snow's going to come or it's not. And then, lo and behold, the week, two weeks later at this point, um, it caught up to us. Well, uh, last year, I mentioned that, hey, this winter wasn't that bad, and we're going to pay for it next winter. And I think... I think that holds true. Would you say? Yeah, we got uh, what about sixteen inches total or something like that over the last couple of days. Over the yeah, over the last forty-eight hours, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, bastards. Um, yeah, I mean, we were gonna, uh, we, you know, the, what the Super Bowl happened last week. Obviously, we didn't get the recorded episode because uh, the Super Bowl it's priorities. Because priorities, because the Super Bowl. Uh, Rip Tom Brady. I love that man though. He'll be back. But besides the point, Gabe doesn't know what sports are. He talks about touchdowns and you know home runs and. All that he gets, all yeah, those, boy, field goal. Yeah, he gets all those <laughs> stuff confused. Goal, all that. But yeah, uh, so other than the snow, Gabe, how's your last couple of weeks been? Busy, 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 busy. School, work, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, my partner recently got promoted at work. Uh, congratulations to him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely overdue. Uh, totally deserved it. But now I got to compensate for two people's work plus all the odd jobs my higher ups throw at me. So, uh-huh. Copy. Yeah, man. Gave up sleep. Replaced it with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> good Copy stuff, that. man. Good stuff. Uh, are they gonna hire a replacement for him? Uh, 
Um, well, we're still looking at the moment, so ah, still looking. Typical UPS fashion, uh, promote somebody without having somebody to replace them. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, with that, is that all you got so far? That's all I got for oh. you, sir. Uh, for me, uh, same old stuff. Working, working, working. Having to go all the time. Um, just chilling, living the FedEx life, loving it. Uh, all that good stuff. Other than that, you know, the baby being the baby, being goofy. Uh, yeah, man. Just, life of a dad. Yeah, just trying to keep a uh, balance. Cause I woke up this morning. I thought I broke my back. Cause I'm like, oh man, I can't feel my fingertips and my neck hurts. It's gone away. So that's a good thing. I mean, I could have like a pinched nerve or something like that. I don't know. I guess we'll find We're out. We're not doctors. Yeah. I'll, fi- <laughs> I'll have to, uh, you know, do some research on that soon enough. <laughs> WebMD. Gabe, 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 I have cancer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trying Every to avoid time. all that. In the midst of all this, I've been fucking binge watching SVU with my wife. Uh, nice, nice. Uh, nonstop. Always She's, good watch. Always. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it gets, it's got hook, line, and sinker, man. That shit just, it just gets me going. Just gets me going. Uh, other than that, you know, just chilling, being a dad. All that fun stuff. Very cool. Yeah. So with that, let's get started. So uh, me and Adriana saw a movie over the – actually, on Wednesday. We went to the actual movie theaters and saw uh, the new Maze Runner, The Death Cure. Now, I don't know nothing much like about the franchise at all, really. It's not my, my thing. It's Adriana's thing. She was talking about beforehand how she wanted to go see it. So I'm like, okay, fine. And going in with no expectations because, like I said, hadn't seen the prior ones, didn't read the books. I had a fun time, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's a great, great movie because it's not. But it had it was a lot of action. You know, it's kind Tense of the, highlights. Yeah. Uh, it had that you know that whole kind of teenage Hunger Games kind of vibe to it. And as the movie was going on, um, I was kind of like, this is all very derivative. Like they even had like a, a scene where they broke into like a cell block, and the guy's wearing like a mask, and he takes his mask off. He's like, oh, we're here to rescue. I'm like, hey, it's Han Solo. My name is Han Solo. <laughs> I'm here to rescue you. And Adrian laughs because it's very, like I said, very derivative, but. It was fun. Well executed. Yeah. Sometimes you have to go into a movie theater and be like, you know what? I have no expectations. I'm just going to sit here and have fun. And that's what I decided I was going to do beforehand. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, what we were going to end up seeing was game night. That was the original plan because I got this um, email from uh, AMC. It's like, hey, because you're a Stubbs member, you can get into this free showing of blah, 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 game night on uh, this date or whatever. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take the day off and go see the movie. However, I guess they only do a limited amount of tickets for that. Uh, so we didn't get to go in. However, we have passes for it, so we'll still be able to see it for free. There you go. And I don't know if you guys, have you seen the trailer for this Game Night movie yet? No, what is it? Essentially, um, board games come to life. No, not, not three. Not quite. Not no. quite. Uh, it's like a, a couple who is like uh, it's like the Game Night, and I guess a murder mystery turns a little real. So oh, I, yeah. oh yes. In fact, I have seen this. Yeah. Now, now that you mention it. Yeah. So I guess the murder. They're like, oh, you're just playing us. Oh, this is not real. And then they're like, I love classic kind of ideas with with that spin on it yeah i i think that looks fun i might yeah if you like it i might go check it out yeah so uh that was how did your how did your wife like um the movie oh she liked it you know like i said she's uh it's more up her wheelhouse yeah she's a a bookworm right well i don't think she said she didn't even end up reading the books and i guess uh because you know it's, it was like around the same time, like Divergent and the Hunger Games. And all, at the end of the day, all those books kind of just blurred together, you know? All the- I, I did, in fact, read the first one, Maze Runner, but I never got around to uh, Scorch Trials. Yeah, and, and the Death, Death Gear. Gear. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like I said, man, a fun movie. Uh, there were some – more than I think this movie even had the right to do, there were some beautiful shots in this movie, like really well directed. So I give them all the credit in the world because – 
like I said, this is kind of just popcorn teenage reading, and you know these type of movies they're not meant for you know to necessarily for for hardcore people. Yeah, to necessarily you know put you know. Yeah, it's a cash cow. Yeah, the type of effort into making a good movie, but they didn't make a bad movie. Well, so I'm glad that worked out. I give them credit for it, and you know what? I might write the the the, the other ones because, like I said, the first one's good. Is I, it? I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, my thing is like I'm. Uh, this is just a personal thing because it's like a phobia of mine. I'm bothered by the whole like robotic bug thing. Oh. Yeah. So like when they because they had like a little like a flashback scene and I'm like I don't like that at all. Adrian's like, well that's like the whole first one. I'm like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Just like I said, I don't like bugs and robotic bugs sound like a fucking nightmare. So, but give it a looky look. Yeah, definitely check it out. I saw two out of five. I'm not gonna say it's the greatest movie ever, but I had fun. And go on with very minimal expectations, just have a good time. Very good cast. Yeah. So uh, that's what I did. Uh, have you seen anything this week, Gabe? Uh, anything you want to review real quick? Anything this week. Um, well, my girlfriend and I have started watching Breaking Bad. Okay. She's never seen it before. Uh, this is probably my, my third time watching it through. Yeah. Just gets better every single time. Yeah. If you haven't seen Breaking Bad yet, I've, get your shit together. I've actually never gone through all of Breaking Bad. I got up to season three and I just stopped watching. I don't know why. I liked it. Oh, there's a, there's exponential growth. Yeah. At season three. Yeah. yeah. I, I would even argue to say that you haven't seen shit until season three. Copy that. So that's just my opinion. Yeah. I love it. Uh, other than that, man, no, because remember, no sleep alcohol. Yeah. Copy that. Uh, copy. <laughs> All right. Let's just dive right into the nitty gritty. All right. Uh, so we got the trailer for Venom. Yes. If you are, I don't know, anywhere with internet access, I'm sure you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, what did you think? Um. Okay, hang on. What? What? What do you? Are you excited for this movie? I have interest, but minimal. Okay. Because now, what do you think of the trailer? Um. As somebody who has minimal interest going into it, it didn't do anything to further their develop the interest. Yeah, develop the interest into getting me into the movie theater. However, because it is Tom Hardy. Yeah, I'm a fucking fan. <laughs> we talked about this in previous. Uh, Never disappoints. He, I love him. Uh, I'm a big fan of him. And I honestly, I think while Eddie Brock is a good role for him, I think we missed an opportunity to have him do something else in this world that we're in. Because it's all – it's a very gray line now because with Fox being bought out, we don't know where – what you know, where if these things are eventually going to integrate with each other. Um, I don't know. But uh, – I think it's interesting enough, and I think it kind of has a um, a horror movie kind of vibe to it. Absolutely. So uh, I thought that was kind of an interesting take, especially with you know the new mutants coming out, right? So we kind of talked about this previously, how they're going to take these superhero movies and kind of give them more of a, a dirty, darker directions, yeah. yeah, darker vibe. I, you know, hey, I'm gonna like I said, I'm gonna see it anyways, but uh, it didn't really do anything to really get me excited, excited. Uh, and with that, how would you feel about it? Okay, so quick disclaimer. I quite like Venom. Yeah. The Spider-Man Villains Gallery is probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Right up there with Batman. Batman, yeah. Right? And um, so I l- let me just throw this out there. I totally agree with your point. It didn't do anything to further develop my interest. Yeah. But I fucking love that trailer. Yeah. Holy shit. You like it? Y- you know what? I Like seconds after finishing it, I was like, they didn't show anything. And then I was like, that was the fucking point. Yeah. I like, I totally got it. And I, I think it's a good thing that they're kind of keeping the whole uh, symbiote under wraps. Under wraps. I think, I think this movie has a lot of potential. Now, what I am more excited for is because you can't have Carnage without Venom. 
first. So with the door being open with Venom, that means we can get some carnage, and that's what I need in my life. I've been waiting for oh, carnage. Oh, the um, carnage you know who'd make a good carnage? Oh. Oh shit! I cannot remember his name. Wow. Oh shit. <laughs> Val, no, not Val Kilmer. No. Shit. Uh, he is. Have you seen the Boondock Saints? No. Fuck. <laughs> It'll come to me. It'll okay. come to me. All right. Let's just just hit, at the very end of the podcast. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. I, that it opens the door for Carnage, and that's what I'm really excited about. I think that's a villain that is long overdue for his appearance in a Spider-Man. Oh, absolutely. Spider-Man crossover he or was whatever. Definitely sniped in. Uh, Spider-Man 3. I, yeah. I almost said Batman. I was like, shit, shit, shit. Uh, yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, like I said, it's uh, not doing anything to further my interest. But, hey. Willem Dafoe. He was carnage. already um, Green Goblin, bro. As Carnage, though. As Cletus Cassidy. Yeah, it'd be I great. he has the insanity for it. Yeah, but for sure. But he's already Green Goblin. Right, man. but how many times have we been rebooted? <laughs> That's true, I guess. We have, we do have uh, uh, the Human Torch and Captain America and... Yeah, that was, a, that was a fun jump. <laughs> um, speaking about fun jumps, so Tom Hardy, right? Kind yeah. of a, kind of an all-star, really. I love him, yep. to, to say the least. Star. Um, Mad Max. And then another big one was Batman. Yeah. He played Bane. Yeah. And now he's playing Venom or Marvel, DC. He's yeah. got the whole kind of, you know, it's yeah. working out for him. Well, I, I think um, – like I said, anything with Tom Hardy on the marquee kind of just gets me into the movie theater. I don't know what it is about him. I was a big fan of him in Inception. I think that was like my, the first like big role I was him in. I'm like, wow, that guy was really intriguing. Yeah, Inception was good as fuck. And he was great in The Revenant, if when you can understand him. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> part it, of the illusion. Yeah, yeah, overall, I just like him as, as an actor. So. Yeah, man. He, I don't think he's cranked out anything that I would say is bad, bad. recently. No, definitely not. I'm not going to go and say that for his whole filmography. But recently, I don't think there's anything that I was like, even disappointed in really. Yeah, actually. I agree. I'd agree with that. So Tom Hardy, man, may, maybe he's gonna replace replace the whole like Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise effect, you know? Yeah, I'm cool with they, that. They they had that whole churning out fucking banger after banger yeah, after banger. I agree with that. Now, with that being said, um, going back to the Maze Runner for a second, this kid Will Poulter, he was in The Revenant. He was the you know the, oh the little kid, yeah, the, the kid with the eyebrows, right? Right. The very distinctive eyebrows. That kid. He was kind of more of a serious role in this one. He's he's done comedies. He's done We Are the Millers with Jennifer Aniston and all that. Oh, uh, but yeah, boy. But uh, watching him do his kind of a serious thing, I'm like, this kid's a fucking star. Yeah, man. He's, he's a fucking, what like 18? Yeah, something like that. I mean, he's a fucking star. He's gonna be a fucking star. I did the same thing with uh, Cameron Monaghan, the guy from Shameless, and he did play the Joker in Gotham and all that. Like, I look at these guys and I'm like, these guys are gonna be like the leading men of the future. Yep. I'm pumped about that. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, I like seeing that because, like, I'm sure when it was happening, like, everybody's like, oh, Johnny Depp will eventually and, be, uh, you know what I mean? Oh, boy from Stranger Things who looks like Ali Sykes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah him yeah, too. Yeah. But he's got to stay away from fucking drugs. He's been caught up a couple of times already. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> so I was no, telling him, because that happened uh, maybe a couple months ago, and I told Adrian, I'm like, these, like, this dude has the whole world in front of him. He better not fuck this up because that's. A quick way to to lose your career is by getting involved in crack. Just saying. T- trust me. Trust me on this one. I know. Copy <laughs> <laughs> that. But uh, yeah. So yeah. Good shit. Good shit. Very so, good shit. So I'm moving on to something that I put near the end. I just thought it was funny. Uh, so Michael Bay. We all know how I feel about Michael Bay. I actually misspelled it on there. Um, and we talked about gauging interest for potential new DC movies on the last episode, right? Michael Bay has thrown his name in the hat. 
to direct Lobo by DC. <laughs> wow, I think that might kind of work. <laughs> I hate to say it. <laughs> no, I, I I would agree with you on that. I think Michael Bay has the right kind of insanity for this kind of. I, I think you're gonna need the whole <laughs> kind of mindset for it. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that works out. Yeah. Because he he does he does have repertoire with the with Hollywood, mm-hmm. but he is also kind of a meme. Yeah, definitely so. a meme. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, I don't know, man. My thing is like, he's not a worse. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna try to choose. Choose your words carefully. Yeah, I'm gonna. He is not worse of a director as Zack Snyder. There you go. That is fair game. Yeah. So, and at least he has like Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two under his belt. Pretty much classic. Yeah. So like. That's more than Zack Snyder's can say. You know what I mean? I mean, he has 300 and... Exactly. There you go. Uh, So, he can't do anything worse than Zack Snyder has already done. That's my opinion on that. All right. Well, I guess (laughs) the only way for Snyder to go is up, right? Yeah. We'll leave it on an upbeat for that one. Yeah, hopefully. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, I got an interesting one. Go ahead. Um... So I was thinking about our Slayer conversation the other week, right? Cool. And then I was thinking about how the Devil Wears Prada had their own – it wasn't their own. They did a collab with Death Wish Coffee, mm-hmm. and they have, you know, that kind of thing going on. Yeah. And how Every Time I Die did the whole beer with some brewery in, in Buffalo. Cool. Uh, what cool band – let's just stick with liquors would, – would be like a cool collab. I, I came up with one, and I think you'll like it. Oh, you want me to go? Go yeah, go ahead. It's called Slayer Cyanide, and it's Kentucky Bourbon. Okay, I think it works. Okay, I mean that's interesting. Um, it's hard for me to take these type of bands, like the metal bands, and be like to say anything. Ooh, excuse me, anything other than whiskey. Uh, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But as far as like, um, like weird celebrity endorsements for alcohol, like they have Dan Aykroyd Crystal Vodka. <laughs> I think like and it comes in like a skull. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, there's some weird, cause I think, um, who has the, who wants, who has Ciroc? Somebody owns Ciroc. Is that, uh, P Diddy? Yeah, there we go. P Diddy. Uh, and that's just like, yeah, man. I think how, how awesome are you that you have your own liquor? Uh, a yeah. good one too. Yeah. I think a good one on top of that. Think about that. So yeah, I, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I wish you would uh, let me know ahead of time so I could kind of put some thought into that game. Put put some. I'm gonna let it sink in. Maybe yeah. Come back stronger next week. Yeah, definitely. I do think that Slayer cyanide cyanide first of all sounds fucking badass. Yeah. And secondly, I think it's kind of fitting the whole bourbon Slayer and bourbon. It, I mean, it, yeah. You know, it's like peanut kind butter of, and jelly. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Right. Because I was gonna be like uh mo- like Motorhead's fucking motor fuel or something like that, and have it be like a whiskey. <laughs> Cause like you can't whiskey and metal is such that's what I'm saying. It just like it's too cliche. But if but if you think about it, when you heard about like Lemmy's diet, it was consisted of 75 percent Jack Daniels. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hard to not say whiskey in that particular situation. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Okay. But um, yeah. What else you got? You got anything else that you gotta bounce off real quick or? Uh, nothing at the moment. All right. So. I don't know if you've seen this. We haven't really talked about it. Um, to the Super Bowl last week, they you know break out the trailers, right? Right. The trailers are out. So with that, you know, became one that we haven't really c- 
covered too much, but we're excited. We are fans of the universe. The new Han Solo trailer dropped. Solo. Yes, 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 yes. A Star Wars story saga episode 19 or whatever. I think the whole game plan with Solo was to when, – when, when we got the trailer last weekend and then it's like summer 2018, you're like, holy shit, that is around the corner. Yeah, it is around the corner. For Not even summer, like May. Right. That's like that's, three months from that's now. three months. <laughs> you know, And I think that's really clever strategic marketing. Because for episode, you know, eight, it was like, I don't know, maybe a few months after seven, you know, we had done CNN. And they're like, Star Wars, another one. But then yeah. this one, they, they kind of just slid in. They're like, hey, three months. Slide into the DM, so to yeah. speak. I, I thought it was real clever, man. I, I like the trailer. I quite you like the trailer? It, yeah. I like the that the, the side stories have more kind of a gritty kind of a vibe to it. Like they had kind of like a, the underground smuggler kind of vibe to this one, especially with him like driving around that little like – uh, speeder yep kind of doing fucking drift turns and shit like that it's like tokyo drift meets star wars and uh and lando calrissian yeah oh man yeah. so excited yeah for that. it looks cool it looks good and uh, like, i like that um in the last couple of years that these things like have be like where there's rumors kind of just happen right you know what i mean like there i feel like there was a time uh when you were as a star wars fan where you just look back at all the rumors that you know oh this movie's gonna oh they're talking about this and it just never happened but like now, with the last couple of years, the, all these things are actually like turning out. Like the Boba Fett trailer, I'm sure will be dropping whenever, and you know what I mean. The Obi Wan right. standalone, la la la. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean it looks good. I'm pumped. Here's my prediction for all these spinoff movies. I think we're gonna end up liking them more than this current trilogy. Well, and and don't get me wrong. If, if we just completely discount Episode Eight and we pretend that it was something else, right? I think that we're being more lenient with these spinoffs because obviously it doesn't affect the main story. Yeah. And there's more leeway for the directors, actors to kind of do, do something different if they wanted to really curveball us and we'd still give it an honest shot. Yeah. Whereas with the main trilogy, you gotta, you gotta not fuck it up. Yeah. You know, the goal is to not fuck up. And, and, and you know, obviously I'm excited for nine. Yeah. Even though eight was, was a shit show. Yeah. I, I am still excited, but I think, in retrospect, when we're done with this trilogy and we're and we're kind of done with the first barrage of you know origin stories, yeah, I think we're gonna enjoy the origin stories more because Rogue One was tits. Yeah, Rogue One was very good. That's and for sure. Solo is probably gonna top Rogue One by like a mile and a half. Let's hope so. I yeah, absolutely. You have Childish Gambino. You have Donald Glover. If this movie childish fails, Gambino. If, you, if this movie <laughs> fucking fails. You, there's no hope for the Star Wars universe. He's another guy who's kind of like the star of the future, too. He mm. does not sleep. No? Nope. Mm. He directs a TV show, does movies. What, what show does he do? He had, his, uh, he had his own TV show about growing up oh, with wow. uh, like adopted parents or something. Oh. Um, I know he's retiring Childish Gambino, but that was a thing for a while. He's yeah. retiring the name of that. Dude, I'm telling you, this man does not sleep. He does a lot of stuff. Hey, man, more power to him. Absolutely. Uh, but with that, yeah, man, Han Solo, check it out, man. Looks good. Trailer looks good. And all that good stuff. So, another thing that was that happened during the Super Bowl, and I know this is right up your alley. There was a faux trailer for a Crocodile Dundee movie. I don't know if you've seen this. Have you seen this yet? I have not. All right. It's a. F- they were kind of pitching it off as like a real trailer, right? It's a Crocodile Dundee almost like reboot. It's his son, right? His son okay. is played by Danny McBride. 
<laughs> oh man, I was like, how is this up my alley? <laughs> yeah, Danny McGra- McBride was is playing Crocodile Dundee's son, and Chris Hemsworth was like involved in this <laughs> whole thing, and it ended up being like a whole like, oh, just come to Australia kind of a thing, right? Like, oh, we're it's so shiny, la la la. But it was like it was positioned like a movie trailer, right? But the problem with this is, a it was fucking hysterical, and b people are all like, why the fuck is this not a real thing? <laughs> why so, is this? Why is this not a movie? Yeah, why is this not a movie? <laughs> so what's happening is because it's it the, did so well. Yeah, it did so well. Now they're actually talking about turning this into a real life thing. And my favorite thing about it is like, oh, uh, Chris Hemsworth, like, why are you shaving with a knife? He's like, only real men shave with a knife. And he turns his head and his whole face is covered in blood because he just nicked himself and shit like that all over the place. <laughs> it's just, and he's like the whole class, like, that's not a knife. This is a knife. He's like, well, I at least think it is or whatever. Shit like that. It was good stuff. And I'm here. I'm gonna have to have you sit down and watch it because. Like I said, I came out. I'm like, Gabe's gonna fucking love this when he sees it. Wow, copy yeah. that. Like I said, it was ended up just being like a full thing to like, oh, come to Australia, like you see, you know, whatever. But I just think it's very interesting that these this full trailer for a movie sequel that nobody was even asking for, <laughs> suddenly everybody has the interest to see it. And wow, copy that. Copy yeah. on Danny McBride making moves in his life. <laughs> Holy shit! More than just the comedy guy, guys. I didn't even know he was from Australia. He's not. <laughs> that's, that's, that makes it better. Yeah, he's not. That's, that's wow. Copy that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think the Hems- Hemsworth is right. He's from Australia. Right? Oh, I don't know <laughs> that, that that man from Valhalla. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I thought it was funny and uh, copy that. It's just weird how that turned into like a real life thing that people wanted. Copy that. When previously to that, nobody had any kind of interest on uh, you know that particular good old Super Bowl. Yeah. Coming up with some stupid ass trailers. All right. Speaking of trailers, I feel like this is the trailer episode of the Second right, City Kids trailer, podcast. Trailer, trailer, trailers. Now, uh, another movie that is the highly, one we've all been waiting for. It's highly anticipated, and you posted a, pic- a poster, which I think is just fucking perfect because I love it. It's like him and Dirty, like um, what's the name of that movie? Dirty Dancing. Isn't no, it? it's not Dirty Dancing. It's um, God damn it, what's the name of that movie? Uh, she's a maniac. Yeah. What oh, the fucking name oh, of that movie Jesus is? Christ. Ah, what's the name of that movie? Game. I, Dude, don't look at me. I don't Flashdance? Is it Flash? That's the name of the band that does the song. Ah! Okay. So Deadpool. Okay, De- fuck. Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool. It's Deadpool. And it's him sitting on a chair getting bathed in bullets, <laughs> which is perfect. And Ryan Reynolds. With that came oh, a new trailer, man. right? And this trailer is essentially like a meat cable. cable. Yeah. Awesome. And I just love the fact that he's like, what the fuck? We didn't have time. We had enough time in the or the budget to fix, you know, to do the CGI yet. This movie's coming out in whatever time. He's like, okay. Then he's like, let's focus on this or something like that. He's like, oh, no. What's it called? The CGI is finished in an unreali- unrealistic amount of time. Here's the rest of the trailer. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and I think it's going to be good. Now, my, I have a little bit of a concern, a little bit of a worry that we're not going to get enough of origin for Cable, uh, especially in thrown into the mix of the whole Deadpool universe. But uh, according to Josh Brolin, that he signed on for three films. Oh, shit. So we have some time. Wow. Josh Brolin also playing Thanos in the the actual MCU universe. Uh, Josh Brolin retiring at whatever age he is. Right. Um, he's just a perfect fit for Cable, too, man. Look at that. Dude. Yeah, he's, absolutely. He looks phenomenal. Um, I, I have no worries about Deadpool. Yeah. Because Ryan Reynolds is not only a comedic genius, I think he is a acting and, like, fr- from a directing standpoint, I think he has a lot of influence. Yeah. I mean – he knows the character. He he, for fuck's sake, he is the character. He is the character. Yeah, you know, he he embodies him perfectly. Yep. And I think that 
uh, th- they're going to take that into account. Yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, dude, I'm, I'm fucking excited. What, what, what I love about that is that they actually follow through with like, because at the end of the first Deadpool, he's like, oh, the sequel. Oh, Cable's going to be in it. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. just something that we all like, oh, it's just right. That, that nobody, everybody was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like, oh, cool to hear his name. But like, we didn't actually expect that he was going to follow through with that. And lo and behold, he did. Mc, McAfee, McAfee, why are you popping up, guy? Fire scan, dude. But yeah, Deadpool. Deadpool is great. Deadpool is good. I am quite looking forward to this. When is the release date? May? I believe so. May May's going to be a good month. Yeah, May is definitely going to be a good month. Okay. Then. Oh, it's going to be competing with um, with with Solo and the big Marvel one, the Infinity War. Is that coming out in May too? Yeah. No, it is not. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, my God. I'm looking that up right now. May Wh- is going to be insane. I mean, he's going to be really good then. Hold on. Avengers Infinity War. I swear I read something last week that said that they're not backing down from the May fourth. Yeah. May the fourth be with you. <laughs> oh, that, wow. that was clearly strategic. Yeah, definitely. But it, what about Infinity War? No, no, I'm saying that's that's oh that's, that copy yeah. that. Let me make sure Deadpool's in taking place. Copy on busy May fattening up the mouse in May. Yeah, right. Fattening it hardcore. May eighteenth. Yeah, man. It's going to be fighting. And it's going to be going It's going to be good, man. It's going to be like 96. Yeah. Where we got all those bangers. Yeah. It's going to be good shit. Um, but my, uh, my concern is like, is our movie going experience done in May? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all those movies that we're looking forward to seeing getting stacked up in the same month for this year. That's kind of sad because what am I supposed to do for the rest of the year? Uh, What are you supposed to do for the rest of the year? Go out of your comfort zone with movies and go watch something that you – that you're maybe not hyped for. Maybe yeah. something that you haven't seen like before. Like the Maze Runner. Mm. Yeah, right? That was a good fun. experience. Yeah. The one movie I went into two or three years ago that I had no idea what it was, Kingsman. Love it. Yeah. Love that movie. Yeah. You know? So know, to maybe to it's time to just kind of browse around. Yeah. You might be right about so, that. So very cool beans. Yeah. What else do I got? I think that's on my agenda. You got anything else, Gabe? Oh, boy. I had something. And then we started talking about Deadpool. Deadpool. Holy. Oh, man. Oh, I'm man. so excited for this May. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Ah, what you've been listening to, Jacob? What I've been listening to. Okay, so I, I keep on wanting to bring this up, right? Because we had our year in review, and we talked about the albums, right? Uh, Did you change it over to Code, Code Orange? No, no, no. Uh, just talking about one that I just didn't talk about, and that's A Thousand Below. I, hey. wait, I did not talk about them for my year in review. And for a band where their that was their debut shit, Yep. like – Really impressive. A good first outing for a young band. We saw them with The Devil Wears Prada, yeah. I think. Yeah. And I spoke with the dude after his set, you know, just kind of bullshitting. And I told him, I was like, yeah, it's crazy that you guys are, you know, this is their, f- let's just, for fuck's sake, let's just call it their freshman debut. Yeah. Right? Their full, Definitely. first full-length album. And they already put on a, a show that is much better than Wage War. And, and, and Wage War has gains some notoriety in the core community. I'd agree. And then Thousand Blow just comes out and just fucking smacks their dick around. They got the crowd moving. I've never seen an opening band pull off the whole lighter thing, or I should yeah. say the phone light, the flashlight. Yeah, thing right. Now. We don't do lighters anymore. I've never seen that from an opening band. And he pulled it off successfully, dude. Yeah. And I was telling him, I was like, dude, that's fucking impressive. You guys, yeah. you guys are badass. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. they dropped the acoustic uh, version of the album, too. I actually have not heard that yet. So I have to check that out. But yeah, I mean, that's just something that I've been listening to. What else? Uh, Elisana dropped some new music. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I like it. Uh, I'm a fan of them. My thing is like with them, I think they're feeling they're kind of stagnant. You know, they're kind of doing the same kind of thing now, which is fine. But 
Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. Gotta they, the but they had somehow. some fucking those first like, three albums. Three albums were like extremely good. Everything up to the emptiness was just like the bomb, and the emptiness is probably like epitomizes who they are as a band. And everything you you were looking for in, in the scene at the time. At the, not not. See, here's the deal. Like, they can't like. I like. Okay, here's the deal. I, I might have to try to uh, articulate your this. Words. Yeah, I might have to articulate this. Typically, they weren't the style of music that I listened to, right? Okay. Uh, during that era, which I believe that album came out like in 2010, I think. By the way, I'm actually really good with that. Like, Adrian was like, yeah, with albums, because Adrian was like, oh, la, la. I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure the album came out, la, la, la. And Adrian would look it up and she's like, oh my God, you're right. She's like, how do you do that? I'm like, I just attach it with memory. But besides, besides the point, uh, like 2009 ish, um, I was listening, you know, I, you know, it's heavy stuff. I'm all heavy stuff has been my, my whole life, right? But it was not so much the music. The music is great. It was the the story, the the ambiance. You know what I mean? Like the atmosphere of the, the album. atmosphere yep. of the album. Because like the emptiness was like a straight up like an Edgar Allan Poe like story. The whole thing, and it, like all their the first three albums are all wrapped into one little universe. Um, and I like I like concept albums. That's like my thing. yeah man. I, I'm a fan of them. I like Deep Blue. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I just, uh, it's good shit. It's got me. But like I said, the last couple albums, they've been good. Not, they haven't been bad at all. It's just, you know, they're kind of just retreading the same yeah, kind of deal. Do what you gotta do. Not, nothing too bad with that. Uh, but what else have I been listening to off the top of my hizzy? Oh, Chris Webby. Do you know who Chris Webby is? Who is that? Chris Webby is, I think he's from New York. He's a rapper, right? Okay. And, uh, he had this, uh, freestyle on Sway in the morning or whatever that was like, oh, that's, that was actually very good. Um, like, let me download this dude's album, and it's surprisingly very good. Oh, copy that. So check out Chris Webby if you guys have the time. Copy that. Gonna have to look into that one. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I think that's about it. What I've been listening to. How about you, Gabe? You got anything? Um, well, kind of the big one that doesn't go away. Every time I die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real cool thing. Um, so the Big Dirty. Uh huh. Right now, my third favorite every time I die album, <laughs> but it was first for a very long time. Uh huh. Um, well, right after Low Tunes, of course. Yeah. Um, so every time the, the record would come up on eBay, um, it, I swear to God, it would like, they would know they're like, huh, Gabe's broke. Let's put, <laughs> let's put this up for sale you know, every single time. And then out of the blue, Maddie got it for me one day. Oh, that's so nice. That's very cool. And yeah. I'm, I'm very pleased to own it. Um, so every time I die, uh, shocker. The, yeah. Right. Never saw that coming for the fallen dreams dropped a new single last night called 10 years. Um, spoken up about them, but. Let's just say I'm pumped for the You're album. a fan, it, huh? It's really good. Um, what else have I been listening to? Do you remember that band that I tossed your way probably late last year, like September? Northern Ghost? Yes. I gave the album another listen to because uh, it just came up, and I was like, all right, let me listen to it all the way through. Yeah, that is a phenomenal It's a great album. album. That yep. is. I, I was sitting there. Uh, what is it? Heart of Stone. Mm-hmm. That and Terminal. I was like, holy shit. These guys. I argue that Death Wish is a probably one of the best opening tracks to an album i've heard right, in quite some time yeah, honestly absolutely. I, I put that up there because i'm just every because i they're like another band. i put them in uh them in a thousand below kind of in the same category which is like two bands that have very impressive first album we're gonna watch your career yeah. with great interest yeah that kind of deal yeah um but i also kind of fear that they're gonna go through that sophomore itis thing and kind of the next one but you know i because i've seen it happen a million times over again you know with these right. type of bands that have a, Especially uh, the younger guys. Yeah, who have a great debut. Like, what was me comes to mind? Who had a great debut and everything? Everything after that was just ass. You know what I mean? Um, 
So we'll see. I hope I don't. I don't see them getting the, the same kind of uh, love and recognition that a band like Woes Me did at the time. So that's good because I feel like a band that gets too popular too quickly, fl- you know, doesn't last. They, they flop. They burn yeah, out. They burn out after a while. So um, I would like to see them tour. I have never seen Northern Ghost live. They were playing with um, Set the Stun. Set the Stun's that weird, violent uh, band that I was like almost like a violent, heavy punk core, co- that- Coheed and Cambria kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah, so uh, they were touring with them. They need to tour with somebody like in the in the genre. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, they could probably hop on a tour with uh, like they could even do like a wage war or um, like every time I die. No, <laughs> I think I think that's. Uh, I mean, I, I can't really because every time I die, does whatever the fuck they want with whoever the fuck they want. They're on tour, <laughs> fucking Fall Out Boy for crying out loud. But I think uh, they should do something with a little bit more mm, smaller guys. I think they would have been good for Vanna, but that's not a thing anymore. They could do it uh, with uh, like for Fit for a King or hey, there we go, uh, Hearts Wake or stuff like Fit that. Fit for a King, yeah. Uh, Ryan Kirby from Fit for a King, the the lead streamer, mm-hmm. he tweeted recently. He's like, as much as everybody wants us to do it, no, we're not gonna do a cover of yeah. a gospel song. Yeah, he told me that. Yeah, that was funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's just good. But yeah, Northern Ghost. Um, first of all, if you if you haven't heard me rant about this. You're late to the party. Yeah. Check that album out. It is a banger. I remember uh, that whole story because Gabe's like, oh, this band, Northern Ghost, I really like them. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I've heard singles, but I haven't, like, we did, there's no album. Gabe's like, oh, shit, that dropped today. Or I'm like, oh, shit, that dropped today. Like, literally the day that we had a conversation about yeah. them so, dropping singles is the day they drop an album. Yeah, because they dropped Death Wish and then two other singles off it. No, it was four singles because mm-hmm. it makes up the four icons mm-hmm. on the yeah. on the album art. And, and then, you know. And I looked into it. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Good copy. It's a good yeah, album. man. Also, rips. Um, a band I just got into that's actually managed by Davey from Vanna. Cool. It's a band called Sharp, Sharp Tooth. I've, they're touring with Straight From The Path and Black yep. Flag. Yes, they are. Uh, and think – okay, how do I explain this? If you take In This Moment – I don't know if you know In This Moment. If you take In This Moment and combine them with Vanna and Straight From The Path, mm. this is what this sounds like. Because they kind of got that, uh, that kind of bounciness, bounciness, and it's a female-led hardcore band. Which how often do we see that? Not very often. Um, it's interesting. Uh, I was listening to them as I was shoveling. I'm like, not bad. Again, uh, they kind of uh, they're not blowing anybody away, but they're a good band, and I think there's the something, right something to listen to. Because I'm looking for that the next band that's going to be in the Vanna category. That's going to just that's like, going to fill your yeah, fill my void. soul. Yeah, yeah. void. Ah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's a van album it's a van- for, for yeah. you, not for people. Yeah, uh, but with yeah, that's that's something that that's good shit, man. That tickles my fancy. Right I now. actually I followed Davey Muse on Twitter. I think he's fucking hilarious. Yes, he he's funny. I, I think he's, he's a real cool guy. Um, I personally, I hope his shovel brand clothing company yeah. picks up. Yeah, because it's for a good cause, and honestly, it looks pretty good. Yeah, some good looking stuff, and it's reasonable, unlike uh, fucking Ollie Sykes's, which is like forty bucks. What's the shirt. name of his? Drop Dead. Drop dead clothing. Is it just drop dead? Yeah, I think it's just, Ali's is drop dead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I I do like the shovel brand stuff. Yeah. So that stuff cool. is really interesting. Yeah, and like you said, if it goes for a good cause, so you can never. What what what's with Vanna and the whole thing? Like, have you noticed like shovel is the name of his clothing brand, and you have Trove, which is his new project, mm-hmm. digging. Well, <laughs> well, their thing is um, it's a, it's a Davy choice. He was uh. Big on like you know, there's no hole that you can you can't get your stuff out of. Yeah, you know I mean, so yeah. digging that kind of whole kind of vibe is, you know, the, you can always get yourself out of a situation if you you yeah. know persevere. 
chappy because i guess like um i saw like a like a background story and i didn't really know that much about him personally but uh i guess he's his parents were like like his birth parents were like addicts and he was like left in like a fucking like a drawer jesus and a dresser and that's when he was found like in a crack house so he got adopted and you know eventually you know had parents who loved him but with that you know when you're a guy who comes from that kind of environment, whether how young you get found or not, you're going to kind of have that stigma. You know what I mean? So he had, she struggled through his own stuff as, as a kid. So obviously he channeled that into positive energy into good shit. Absolutely. Great, great music, at least for, for my perspective. So Did you see his uh, little chihuahua. I know. Yeah, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I, I follow him on Instagram and, uh, he's an he's a interesting guy. He cracks me up. But, um, like you said, he's his Twitter. He's a very funny guy. Uh, good copy. Let's, let's hope he, uh, Let's hope Trove comes around. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing that. Well, I, well here's my deal. I, I listened to the EP, and I'm not sold on it. It's not my favorite. And um, that goes to show that it's not one individual who makes that band what it was to me. So, because, um, like, even Evan's stuff, like, Evan was the old uh, clean vocalist. He has, like, an acoustic kind of a thing. I like it, but, again, it's it goes to show that it's yeah. not a, a single person that makes that band what it is. And I think those are the best bands. Because, like, when you have bands that are so vocalist-oriented, like a Bring Me the Horizon. I feel like we're shitting on Bring Me the Horizon today. But, like... Um, no, it, I couldn't even tell you the names of anybody else aside from Molly Sykes. Uh, Jordan's the bassist, Jor- but I only know Jordan's that. Jordan's the, the, the keyboard player. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally agree with you. Those yeah. guys are, sorry, but expendable. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that kind of... A band is a band for a reason. You know what I mean? It's not an Ollie Sykes solo project. It's a band. And uh, when Jonah was in the band, I'm like, hey, that's fucking Jonah. I, didn't, I can't say his last name because it's extremely, like, whatever. Foreign. Like, West Stopfen or whatever the fuck. But when he was in the band, I'm like, that dude. And you can tell because I've been a fan of that guy since I killed the prom queen. And he was doing it when he was 17 years old. That's just, like, the most old G fucking hardcore streamo name, too. I killed the prom queen. I love it. And they're supposed to come back at some point. Wait for that album to drop because their last one, Beloved, was just fucking balls heavy and amazing. <laughs> I'm mad. Maybe 2020. No, well, yeah, because I guess um, somebody asked him like on Twitter. He's like, so when are you going to come back with it? He's like, I have no interest right now. In, or I'm not mentally healthy enough to be playing in any, anything right now. That's respectable. But, which I get, but fuck, that was some good shit. Speaking about mentally healthy, did you see that Amity Affliction's drummer? I heard, yep. Left. That, yeah. Damn, dude, that sucks. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do what you got to do. Yeah. I... I 100% support that, especially if you're not in a good state of mind. Yep. Because we all know that if you're depressed or if you're fucking, you know, you're not going to turn out your best work. Yeah. So that good. and it could get darker and you might end up in a situation like Chester Bennington where yeah. maybe he should have took a little more time and spending stock on himself. You know what I mean? Instead of worried about Absolutely. the fan base. And um, uh, I, I just thought it was kind of weird that it comes from such a hopeful, like good kind of upbeat band, you know? Yeah. Because Amity well, Affliction definitely has a lot of, like, get yourself together. Yeah, I, I, that I can see. But they also have a lot of, I slip my wrist and kind of, you know uh, what I mean? It's just for the scene, kids. Well, I know, but I don't know. I think that's a band. I like Amity Affliction, and I liked everything up until recently. But uh, that's a band I think suffers from trying to force the cleans, the clean vocals on it. They don't have to. And I think if it was more of like a um, once in a while kind of a thing, it would be more. It would mean more, you know what I mean? So, yeah, they they do the big chorus too much. Yeah, just a little, little. And I told me Adriana saw them because I we saw them at Warped Tour a couple of years ago. And Adriana's like, I like them. I'm like, the, the, 
Adriana likes those bands with the big choruses, the sing the sing along, the the pretty yeah pretty vocals. Yeah, yeah. My, my girlfriend does too. The sing along kind of a vibe. She's like, why couldn't you show me this first? Why did you have to, <laughs> you know, yeah. just rattle off random fucking bands that are stupid heavy? Yeah, and uh, you know, like, hey, do you? We we yeah. can't we <laughs> well, can't reasonably talk show. Yeah, we, we play thirty people shows. They play. 3,000 people. Shows. Well, yeah, I know, but that's besides the point. I mean, um, Ryan, do what you got to do. If you need headspace, get <laughs> yeah, your go for it. That's just, but I'm saying, like, if you got to do it, go do it. Get, get, get what you need done. And like I said, it might – things like people like Chris Cornell who have been going at it for 30 years and Chester Bennington who's been doing it borderline 20. You know what I mean? Maybe these guys should have taken more time for themselves. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean – What do you think Underoath broke up? Yeah, Same exactly. reason. They didn't want to end up in that kind of – that vice, so to speak. Grave, yeah. yeah. Uh, so do what you gotta do, man. But with that, I saw a, uh, a rumored, a rumored or what people anticipate when we talked about this before, uh, who will be on the last warp tour, warp tour. Um, with that, they had like, you know, the classics like, uh, bad religion. They want to be on there, uh, yes. which I would see, um, of course, bear tooth. Cause of course, uh, knock loose was on there. Um, let me see if I can pull up that list real quick. Keep, keep talking, Jason. Knocked loose. Okay, so Knocked Loose and Beartooth were at Warp Tour in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they, they both were. And I think I mentioned this before, but don't quote me on this. I think there's a clause in the contract that says you can't play uh, two back-to-back years of Warp Tour. I think that that's not a like a clause. I think it's just a Kevin Levin thing. I think he just doesn't want people playing multiple years back-to-back. But with this being the last year, I think that kind of voids out. And with a band like Beartooth, that's become synonymous almost at this point. With the Warped Tour kind of crowd, they're this generation's MCR at Warped Tour. Yeah, well, here's the deal: like, people, I, I, I don't even feel right saying that because people are like, "Oh, MCR should play Warped Tour." My Chemical Romance only played one or two Warped Tours. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't put them in that category. Like bands that are synonymous Warped Warp Tour to me, Blink, Blink, Data Remember, yeah, well, Data Remember, Under Oath, The Worst Prada. You know, <laughs> these, oh boy, it's 2008. <laughs> yeah, Parkway Drive. Uh, you know what I mean? These type of bands that I've seen. Multiple years, like not just the one or two. Silverstein, yeah, thank you, Silverstein. See, see how I always forget them. Um, these are the bands that, I, that are synonymous with the Warped Tour, not the band that played it once and then got really big. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, because you know if that's the fucking case, Eminem played a Warped Tour. You know what I mean? Katy like, Perry played a Warped Tour. Yeah, Katy played, and she better fucking stay that very far away from my my festival this year. Very far away. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, cause I know there was that rumor or like after that whole announcement came out that Katie Perry yeah, posted a picture she's of her, slipping. Yeah. Pay, you know, that one year she decided she wanted to play a warp tour. Well, well her first album was kind of pop punky, so I'll give her that one. Whatever. Let's, uh, you got the list up? No, I mean, I can't find it. You can't find it. Yeah. So now I know, like I said, I knew knock loose was on there. Silver scene, I believe was on there. Um, Foxy Shazam, I think was on there. Real big fish. I believe was on there. I don't even know if they're still around. <laughs> Who saw Real Big Fish last summer? Ahmad saw Real Big Fish last summer. <laughs> really? How did that happen? Uh, he's not a fan. He yeah. got dragged into it. <laughs> okay, copy. Um, less than Jake should definitely do Warp Tour. Less than Jake, I think, was on there as well. Um, yeah, they're, they're again another band. Uh, Pepper, another band that I think <laughs> is some. Pepper is fun live. Yeah, I've seen them live. Believe it or not. So. Well, Lineman did name drop every time I die yeah. and less than Jake, so I think it's safe to say both of those guys are gonna yeah, be there. I agree, and, and you know. Uh, I need to see it one last time in the dirty, the dirty Tinley Park uh, amphitheater and watch it every time I die. I take it down one last time at the Warped Tour. I, I, I even need it. think 
I think the Devil Wars Prada would do it. I think so. I think they should. I think it just kind of return to their roots one last time. One last time. With the roots above. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. And just call it, you know? Yeah, I get it. I don't know. Dude. Who, like... I see. We can't reasonably do a list because it'd be a lot of people we'd like to see. I know one band that I want that won't is uh, Under Oath. I know they won't because they're doing the whole summer festival thing this year. Oh, they're the pl- self help fest and all that. Well, they're doing like um, every like festival that's coming around, which leads me to believe that you know Chicago does have a festival that happens every summer at this point now, like a like a rock festival, metal festival. If so, if they're at open air, I'm gonna be there. Throwing that out there. But, like, they're doing, like, Carolina Rebellion and Rock on the Range and all that stuff this year, which leads me to believe that they won't be on the web tour. So, that's That's, that's fair game. Yeah. Um, I think they're kind of too mature for that. I mean, I, I mean, yes. But don't, my thing is, like, because it's the last one, I felt like they were going to break out a lot of the older names, even the guys who kind of outgrew it. You know what I mean? So, but – like I said, uh, hopefully I'll have an opportunity to see him on Underworld at some point this summer. Oh, absolutely. Like, you, you know, I was going to mention it. It's kind of weird that we're not seeing them because it, March is coming up. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. Yeah. I thought that the other day because we have seen Underworld. Two, April, two Aprils in a row. It was like mid-March to, to – yeah, it was like a three- or four-week span Yeah, from March to April where we saw him. So yeah. it's, it's kind of weird. That's it's, this it's coming around weird, that we haven't heard nothing. Like gap. Yeah. So, uh, but – I think – I think it'd be pretty wild to see. I think a day to remember is fair game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be pretty wild to see them and then Beartooth because I think the music styles just complement each other so well. Yeah. So that'll be a fun one. Hey, we I could sh- even see Caleb coming out for a, you know, for a song. Oh, so this is something I wanted to bring up because I think you think this is a hoot. A so hoot. they got the Warp Tour in Japan thing happening this year. Because, right. You know, whatever. Hear me out. They have corn. And Limb Biscuit playing. So imagine, think about this. Is it in your head? Right? One what second. Is it 2004? Well, here's the band Corn size, like popularity wise. And Limb Biscuit size, popularity wise, give or take, whether they deserve it or not, that's besides the point. Well, did tickets sell out immediately? I don't know, but think about it. Imagine if Corn played the War Tour in the U.S. this year. Think about that. That'd be kind of that would dude Tenley would sell out. Yeah, that'd There's be no way. That'd be pretty There's awesome. There's got to be a, like a safety capacity <laughs> before people just start dropping dead. That'd be kind of awesome though. I'd be, fuck, dude, that'd be wild. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest corn fan, but, but it is corn, and like, if they're around and you paid for a ticket, I'm just saying, if, if you put corn on that, you you throw on Deftones or something like that. Oh, oh do not tell me with Deftones. I fucking love the Deftones. Yeah, that'd be that'd be kind of dirty. Not. <laughs> not speak of the depth zone. It'd be kind of dirty, I think. And if they say they do throw on like a couple surprises, like Blink or something. I actually stuff. saw. Have you ever seen Deftones live? Uh, a long time ago. Long uh, long they they just phenomenal show. Yeah, I bet. Jeez, but uh, yeah, man. With that, I don't know if you got anything else, Gabe. You got anything else this week? I have had this. We might have to kind of sit on this one, but my idea was let's play fantasy with the genre. What do you mean? So here, here's my example, right? And forgive me if I don't know their names. I didn't do any prior research. It's just kind of off the top of my head. Here are the rules. You can only pick one band member for your super team. Okay. From said band. So if you pick Corey Taylor for your vocalist, you can't take Mick Thompson or James you. Root. I got no, you. It's one per I band. Got you. I got you. So I, I kind of started forming my idea. Okay. I want you to hear it. 
for the vocalist, we have uh, OG Bobby Johnson from uh, Parkway Drive. I don't know his name. Forgive me. Right? Mm. Uh, the guitarist, Jordan Buckley. Okay. For lead, obviously. Then we have uh, Mr. Mustache from Vanna for bass. Okay. And I'm still kind of... Sean Marquise. Is Sean name. Marquise. There we go. <laughs> it, was, it was in my head somewhere. Yeah. I'm still settling on a drummer. I like how you, how you, you gravitated towards him. As a as a bass player, he is a good bass player, but he is not a show off bass player. Yeah, there is you can say that for any fucking instrument in the game. I, I think he he's a good supplement, and that's what I want in this band. I don't I don't need a dude. You don't need out stars. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. You don't need Les Claypool bre- breaking out those slap those oh. slap lines. <laughs> Les Claypool is crazy. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. Um, and then for a drummer, I'm still kind of on the fence of who I want, but I'm kind of leaning for the. Uh, I don't even see. I don't know anybody's name anymore, aside from the Buckley brothers. The, <laughs> no the dude from um, Let Live. Uh, Let Live. Yeah. His name is well. The last drummer is Lionel Robinson. Is his name that one? Yeah. Okay. Because I kind of want that alti vibe. In okay. I think I think that would be a, a pretty phenomenal oh, team. Oh man! Right. So you got Parkway Drive. You got Every Time I Die, Jordan Buckley. You got Mr. Mustache, Sean Marquise, <laughs> and you got a little bit of let live in there i think that'd be a really cool project to see. i like that probably never gonna happen because those guys are from all around the fucking world yeah definitely but okay so with that okay i'm thinking off the top of my head now so you that was what four people that you put i put four people i don't know who i'd have as a supplement guitarist okay. i would like five no keyboard though for this band okay so it'd be just dirty grimy hardcore music okay 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 let me think so i put first off then that i would have to go with Davey. Davey's yeah, I, I knew you were going to choose Davey. Davey as the vocalist. I that's, absolutely knew that's that. That's number one. Number two, I say guitar player. That's, see, now, now you, you, you got to have an idea of what you want. Yeah. No, I, I have a, I have an idea in my head, and I'm liking something heavy, something aggressive, but something with a melody. And I was thinking about guitar players who can sing, but I'm like, fuck it. Just avoid that whole conversation entirely and just go with Aaron Gillespie behind the drums. <laughs> there you go. So I, I figured that problem out. So there you go. We got – Davey, vocals, Aaron Gillespie. Uh, there you go. Boom. Done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, so they got that. Uh, as far as guitar players, let me think. You got a wide assortment. Yeah, I'm thinking. This is like a kid at the candy store right now, dude. I'm thinking, this is going to be weird, Reba from Code Orange. The chick, you put her in Code Orange and give her some fucking nasty, grimy-ass fucking guitar riffs to play off of. Well, Davey Hughes. Man. Yeah, that would be nasty. It would be, yeah. be violent. That's what I'm looking for. Um, go ahead. I'll, I'll critique you afterwards. All right. Uh, bass player. Let me think of a solid bass player that I can think of off the top of my head that kind of fits. Andy from uh, That Wars Prada. Okay. Boom. Oh, actually, hold on. Whoa. Oh, wait, hold on. Did you find somebody else? I don't know if I want to put Andy in the spot to avoid putting somebody else in the That Wars Prada room. Hmm. I think it's fair game to have two vocalists. We'll, we'll put Andy. We'll put Andy in. Fuck it. We'll put okay. Andy. We'll is put he Andy. your placeholder? Or is he your? Is he your bassist? He's my bass player. Okay. Because I like him quite a bit. So I'm thinking there's a very violent assortment of music that I'm trying to put together in my head. Guitar player. No, I want another guitar player. Somebody who has a little bit more lead capability. Um, for like. Hmm. Let me think. What about uh? What's his name? The dude from Wage War. Nah, no, no, not a fan of it. No, um, no. What about the dude from Parkway Drive? 
Uh, well, wait, hold on. Okay, there you go. Uh, not Parkway Drive, but Jonah from I Killed the Prom Queen <laughs> slash Bring Me the Horizon. So, okay. So, I, I had drummer, two guitar player, bass player. Yeah, vocals. There you go. I got it. Copy that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's interesting to see because uh, when you said Reba, I was like, I, I know what he's going for. <laughs> you, you want the fucking breakdowns where it slows the fuck down and chugs along. Yeah. <laughs> what is Aaron doing, man? What What is he doing? He's wailing away on drums. That's what he's doing. Don't give him a mic then. Huh? Don't give him a mic nah, then. Probably not then. For, for grimy? That probably not. Uh, yeah, yeah, Straight we, grime? You don't want to throw in some... some then we're fine. Fuck it. Okay, th- that's the case. We're taking away the microphone from him. We're giving it to Jonah. And let Jonah do in some background screen or something like that. There you go. <laughs> Sold. Up the river. There you go. See? Gotcha. There we go. See? Because I, I guess I'm, I'm imagining like Aaron Gillespie fucking losing his mind behind drums. And maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe the microphone's a little strange. Because it's gonna be like those those Mr. Clean commercials, you know, where you have like the dirty tile and you take the sponge and you wipe and it's clean. <laughs> That's what Aaron Gillespie's gonna do if you give him a microphone. Yeah, you're right about that. That's true. All That's right. Good point. I think we're done on topics, but I'm gonna let you serenade on this one for next week. Same concept, except now it cannot be a metal band. You have to pick metal players for a different genre. Okay. Any genre you want. Okay. I don't care if it's country <laughs> or Aborigines grimecore, but okay. it cannot be <laughs> genre. Wait, what? <laughs> it, it cannot be in the in the metal or metal subgenres. Copy that. All right, before we sign off, actually, I did have one more thing. Uh, so we know uh, we are both fans of Stranger Things. Stranger Things season three got greenlit for thirteen episodes, which I believe the first one had six, second one had nine, right? I think it was eight and ten. Yeah, okay, you might be right. I think it was that. eight and ten. You're right about that. So they got 13 episodes greenlit for the next Stranger Things. So hopefully, uh, they don't have any. Hopefully, they if they're gonna do that, they're not gonna have episodes that are just filler. You know, they're gonna have yeah, episodes. Chicago. Well, <clears throat> yeah. What, Who sneaked this? No one. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so hopefully they'll be able to fill it out. Other than that, I think that is the topics for the week. Gabe. Absolutely. All right. Cool. So that was the topics for the week. I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us this week on the Second City Kids podcast. Woo! Now, we are on iTunes, so you can rate us there on iTunes. We are also on Google Play now. So, that. our Android users have an actual, instead of having to go directly to Podbean themselves, they don't, instead of having to download a separate app, it's on your fucking phone. So, do us a favor. And use it. Pull out your phone. Instead of looking up porn on Pornhub, click that Google Play button. Download the Second City Kids podcast. We are also still available on Stitcher. I looked it up. Uh, so, yeah, we have a lot of outlets now. And hopefully this opens up the door for the Second City Kids podcast to come at you in every direction that you want us to come at you from. Coming at you from Jacob's living room. It is a media bukkake. Okay. With that, <laughs> uh, signing out this week, I gave Jacob. We'll see you next week for what? That's 60. Next week is 60. I'm still recovering from that. Cop. Holy shit. The media bukkake. <laughs> I like it. My uh, my internet feeds are dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. But yeah, see you next week for 60, the big 6-0. We are senior citizens now. <laughs> Other than that, deuces.